Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's time! Cincinnati, we go rising up! In the jungle, we unite in love! orange and black and white, all day when we fight, live and die in these stripes! Now who got a move rocking on? Now who want a move crossing on? Now who want a move bottom? If you got stripes, then you let the city know you rock them. Yeah, we got them. Yeah, we got them. Like that black and orange up on them. Single bottle. Never stop it. To the beast of beast and know them. Who they rocking with the diamond stripes? Flossing on the wings. Cincinnati, she's our queen. We gon' show the world who king. Orange in the day, black in the night. Welcome to another episode of Bengals and Bruce. I am Del Altman, joined by the co-host today, and may have a couple other people popping in, but Greg Luther, what is up, my brother? Dude, happy Tuesday afternoon, man. How you doing, bro? I'm doing all right. It's Tuesday, you know. We're, we're living. Joe Burrow is our quarterback. There's a lot, lot to be uh, happy and thankful for. What the, what's there to complain, right? I mean, people find things. but oh, People find things to complain about all the time, but... You know, man, big picture-wise, there's nothing to complain, though, in my opinion. No, even titled this, like, All-Pro Potential slash Pro Bowl snubs, All-Pro snubs. When I look at the list, there's not a lot. Like, mm-hmm. just, you know, we'll, we'll just dive right into that, because I got a few topics. I'm Let's do it. To. Let's we're do not going to have another show till at least Friday, at the earliest, which I'm trying to, trying to lock in a guest. I hadn't really worked on getting a guest. And I was like, yeah, maybe I'll ask a certain person who followed our account. So they said they'd love to do it, but I don't know if it'll be Friday or not. I'm right back from it. Either way, it'd be awesome. So this year, the NFLPA did their own all-pro list. So that's new. Mm-hmm. Quarterback was Mahomes. Of course. Do you really got much of a complaint with that? I mean... I mean, look, Dale, I mean, we, we could say, well, I mean, Mahomes, man, I'll be the first to tell you, I thought the Chiefs could almost finish last place in that division, man. I mean, with all the moves they made last year, all the other teams did, Mahomes didn't really hit. Besides Kelsey, he had a bunch of B and C receivers. You got to give it to Mahomes for what he had to work with, too. Yeah. I mean, as much as we'd love to see Burrow get that award, oh. and I think he's got several of those coming his way. Oh, yeah, he does, but you you have to – I'm just, I don't mean to be a realist, but – you know. Hey, Greg, it's okay. That's what I said. There's not a lot to complain about when we look at this. No. And then running back was Josh Jacobs. He had a really good season. For Josh the Jacobs, I think I feel like he's been on my fantasy team ever since I drafted him. I don't think he's ever gotten the respect at, like as Derrick Henry or even Nick Chubb. But Josh Jacobs has always been a very consistent running back ever since he's been in the NFL. I, You know, I think if Derrick Henry wasn't hurt at times, he probably could have won it again. But I, I, I can't complain about Josh Jacobs. I almost feel like if um, McCaffrey had been on the 49ers for the whole season that, you know, you would have had to look at him. Yep. Because, I mean, when he was with the 49ers, he, he just did a little bit of everything for them. And oh, yeah. Absolutely. He seemed kind of like maybe, you know, too injury prone before that. So, yeah, absolutely. He kind of resurrected things going to the 49ers. Imagine how that works. Lucky right. bastards. But, you know. 
fullback. I can't imagine there was much competition for this one. Use check for the 49ers. How many other fullbacks are there at this point, Greg? I'm trying to think. I know. So here, let's take who carries a fullback. I know the Niners do. I know the Patriots do. Don't the Browns carry a fullback? Well, I guess the Ravens have that one guy, right? Richard, <laughs> Ricard. The... Do the Chiefs have a fullback, don't they? If they do, I don't feel like he hardly plays. Yeah, I miss the old days. Well, if you remember our last trade, you know, I don't want to get too off topic here. When we had Ryan Hewitt, I thought he was the best fullback in the league, and he did a damn good job for us. But, you know, that's a different story. What up, Ice? What up? What are we talking about? All pros. All pro. Uh, NFL PA did their own version of all pros. So, Mahomes, do you agree Mahomes should be first team all pro? How many can you pick? What? Just one, man. It's all pro. Like, uh, receivers has two. Uh, then they do it by, like, Position-wise, I do like how they do left guard, left tackle, left guard, center, right guard, right tackle. They nose tackle. They have all that on here. The quarterback's only one one quarterback. Yeah, I said it's hard to argue. Mahomes had a. I I hate to say it, but right now you you have to go with him. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that as a Bengals fan, but yeah, yeah, it's going to change because he's coming. That's what we were saying. You know, I think eventually it'll change. I got to agree with Kip. Uh, Crip, all pro potential is Casper Dick. He could have a Super Bowl season doing Jarrah. But if you guys seen what I tweeted, if he can't shoot an arrow with his legs like that, I don't think he should get to be Orange Arrow anymore. Yeah. Definitely can't be Orange Arrow anymore. No. So Kings Island's looking nice. You at Kings Island? No, we're at um, uh, Broadway at the beach here at Myrtle. Yeah. I just got done doing the, uh, if you guys saw my uh, Twitter, I just got done going to the uh, Hall of Fame gridiron here. Oh, nice. Dude, there's no Bengals stuff in there, but it'll come. But it's pretty damn cool. That's awesome. And, uh, the picture of the Lombardi trophy, or that picture. I took a picture of the Lombardi trophy, and I tweeted out, we're taking this sucker home. I saw that, Strawberry. That was awesome. So I got that. You get different stuff there. You can, uh, I, I thought I was kind of surprised. My, hands are, my hand is as big as Jim Kelly's hand, which is kind of surprising. But then I, <laughs> I stood next to a mold of Jerome Brown's leg, and it came up to my waist. <laughs> He's a giant human. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds the vacation going overall. Good, good. We're heading to uh, Florida tomorrow, so get in the car and start driving again. Yeah. When do you come back? Uh, Monday. We should be back. Okay. Cool. So I might be doing my show Monday, maybe. Nice. I don't know. Depends on what time I get home. He might take another week's vacation, Greg. This guy vacations. He vacations more than anybody I know. Yeah, really, Strawberry. I mean, more selfies and more vacations than anybody. Hey, that's the first vacation I've had. What was the last? What the first trip I took since I went to the AFC Championship game? The first of about seventy-two vacations for the summer coming up. <laughs> there you go. Well, well what are you drinking there, Ice Man? You just got pop or the Wahlburgers. Yeah. Oh, there you go. They tore down. The, I heard they got rid of the one in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's what my wife said. Which I was, I didn't. I'm like, I, we went there once, <laughs> and I, I said, yeah, they have one in Cincinnati. She said, no, it's it's closed. I'm like, oh, well, they put it in a bad spot. They should have put it at the banks, or they should have put it. it, it which would you rather go to Wahlburgers or Chandler's? Huh? 
Would you rather go to Wahlburgers or Chandler's? Oh, Chandler's, dude. Come on now. All right, just making sure. What's that, baby? There you go, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I enjoy your vacation, buddy. All right, boys. Have a good show. Talk to you later. Take care, bro. Hey, buddy. Bye. I didn't want him to have to keep leaning in every two seconds. Right. No one wants to see that. <laughs> you know, he's just enjoying himself. Oh, I know. Receivers were Jefferson and, and Adams, which Adams, like, I felt like he didn't. I'm like, oh, did he even have a good year? Then you look at his stats, it's like, he was dominant stat-wise. With all the drama that went on with the Raiders, he still was one of the top receivers. That just shows you how bad the Raiders were this year with the wreck down drama they were dealing with, with McGad- with McGad- with McDaniels, with, you know, Derek Carr. I mean, all that they were dealing through, McAdams still had – Still played like a, the top receiver league, and Justin Jefferson. What's what's there more to say about him, right? Yeah, and I think Chase can challenge these guys, but you know he was dinged up, had some injuries too. So that that's the thing. Like a lot of these, I feel like if it wasn't for the injuries, yeah, you know, it would have been a different story. That maybe they could have had some guys on there. Now Trent Williams at left tackle, or Kelsey at tight end. You can't really argue that. No, uh, Trent Williams, Joel Batonio, left guard. Can't argue that center. No. Kelsey from Philly, you can't fucking argue that. Zach Martin, Dallas, right guard. It's like the same guys year after year, too. So, yeah. Like if you get these top linemen, it's like they stay there. Lane Johnson at right tackle. So, oh, nice of you to join us, Cam. Hey, I'm sorry. I apologize. How you doing, buddy? We're, we're talking off. We're talking off pros voted by NFLPA. Yeah. And then we had Iceman hopping here from his vacation, you know, just trying to like make everyone feel bad. Right, rub it in. Yeah. He's good at that. But I so far, we went through the offense. There's really, like, Mahomes, even, like, you can't even complain. Like, maybe you could say you wanted Burrow or Allen based on regular season. Allen kind of got dinged up and went through a bad stretch. So, yeah, it's hard to argue with, honestly, any of these. Well, Dale, my, my question is this. Everybody says you have an offensive line. You should be a good team. You look at the Browns for years, even before Batonio came there. They've had Joe Thomas, who's a top five lineman. They, Eric Steinbach, when he left, left us, was good there. They've had Kevin Zeitler. They, you know, now they have Antonio and Wyatt Teller, who are the best guard team in the NFL, yet they still can't do anything. How is it they've had this good of an offensive line for years and still can't do shit? I don't know. Who's their right tackle also? It's been good that they uh, – uh, No, Conklin. Conklin. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I wanted him free agency that one year. I mean, I know Jedrick Wills isn't that great, but still – that's unacceptable, and, and they have one of the best. Callahan's dad, I forget his name, he's like the Bill. best. What's that? Bill. Bill Callahan, best offensive line coach. I was so mad the Bengals didn't get him when we hired Callahan. I, I thought that would have been perfect for him. I mean, don't get wrong, I'm happy with Frank now, but yeah. He, he must be talking about you. Karen must be talking about you, Cam. Yeah, uh, not me, definitely. Uh, definitely not me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> But no, like I said, the Browns for years and years have always had great offensive line, and they just never could get. I just never understood that. That's because their quarterback suck. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's pretty simple. <laughs> I guess, still, yeah, they had some brutal yeah, quarterbacks during that time. Uh, yeah, you just look at that jersey, you know that jersey that just right, never exactly ended. number two. Right. So I think that's why you have you know issues up there as far as Cleveland goes. But right, yeah. it's just hey. me how. They just keep finding ways, man. I just don't get it, but whatever. Yeah, but yeah, Dale. Everybody, you said on there, Kelsey, 
you know, Trent Williams, I think pro football focus, he had like a perfect score one year. I mean, you can't argue with any of those. Now the defense, uh, maybe a little more argument, but not too much. Edge rusher, Bosa and Garrett. Did Garrett really have the season though that he normally does? Like but, he, he was still that good. See, that's but, what I'm asking. So no, I'm a big Miles. Yeah. You go ahead, Cam. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So the thing about Miles Garrett, you know, I was talking to Bengals and Bourbon, and his brother-in-law is a Browns fan. So get this, I was talking. I was talking. His brother-in-law is like a realist Browns fan and all that and stuff. And I was talking to man. I'm so jealous. You guys have Miles Garrett. And he, you know what he actually told me? He told me that actually, he said, believe it or not, Browns fans criticize Miles Garrett because he doesn't get a sack at the right time. And, I, and I'd be like, well, I'll take Miles Garrett since you guys are that upset with him. Have you guys not heard anything, heard anything more stupid in your entire life? Uh, he doesn't get a sack at the right time? I mean, it's ridiculous. I asked how many, you know, teams would take a premier edge rusher who's going to get double and get 16 sacks. That's how many sacks he had last year. He had 16. And he, he had a quiet 16. He had a quiet <laughs> 16. My opinion, I like him over T.J. Watt. I, I, so, Dale, I would not argue because Nick Bosa, we already know, but I always thought I don't, I'd take Miles Garrett over T.J. Watt just because of Watt has injury issues. But Miles Garrett, in my opinion, that's my personal favorite pass rusher in the league. I might just well, that's that. That was the two I was going to mention because I was like, did Garrett? Have, I, I really didn't know his stats. If he had sixteen, that just shows like how dominant. Yeah, I the just man looked is. it up. I'm looking it up right now. He had sixteen sacks in 2021 and 2022. But guys, he didn't get the sacks though at the right time. I mean, have you guys heard anything any more stupid in your entire life? But I was just going to say that's when you lose though, you start nitpicking. Right, at, you know, at, at, at people, at honestly, greatness, you know, and that's what happened. You know, these players get tired of hearing that, and then they want out. Because I mean, you got a guy that's getting sixteen sacks a year. I'm not understanding what's the right or wrong time to get the sixteen sacks. Which DJ Watt, he was hurt a lot, so I'm sure that went against him trying to get one of these spots. But the right. other guy was Parsons. I thought maybe Parsons might have been in that mix with Bosa and Garrett. I don't know what he ended up with, but I know like halfway through the year, the guy was on pace to, I, I'm guessing he was right in that mix, maybe just missed it. Well, I thought Parsons was more of a linebacker than an edge rusher. Yeah, man. They basically said, no, you're going to rush the passer like you should. Okay. He played more of a linebacker kind of role at Penn State, but right, that's natural thing is just let that man go get the quarterback. And right. they did that. He had a great season, in my opinion, but I don't know what his final numbers were. Okay. Now, I'm not arguing with those, but, you know, Parsons, you, you are right, though, Deb. Parsons, man. I mean, both Bose and Garrett, both big guys that just rush the passer. This dude just has speed. I mean, two, they're just way too different types of pass rushers. So, but, you know, that's a good argument to make right there, though. Yeah, it looks like Mark Parsons had 13 and a half. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so the consistency of Garrett probably won out in the end, and probably just the name and the veteran thing. If you're close between two guys, you give it to the guy that's been doing it for a little longer. I get, I would imagine, naturally. So, yeah. and then this one, like, also, like, I don't know, like, I didn't look this stuff up, so I thought we'd just have conversations about it. Chris Jones and Aaron Donald for interior D linemen. Chris Jones, definitely. Aaron, oh, yeah, I, I can't argue with those two. Like, I don't know their stats last year, but I was going to throw in Hargrave, I thought, had a really good season. Yeah, Hargrave, but Chris, uh, so it, it, would Hargrave be up against Aaron? Yeah, I would, Aaron Donald's the best 
interior pass rusher DT, but Hargrave last season, yeah, I, I think that's an argument you can make right there. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to uh, look it up. Aaron Donald here. But Chris like- Jones I'm not going to argue with. Chris Jones was just a dominant force. As much as I pains me to talk about this, he literally – I give – he was the MVP of that game in the AFC Championship. No, Mahomes played well, but Aaron Donald won – Chris Jones won them that game. With that yeah. Game. Yeah, I think right here Aaron Donald last year got it off the name. Uh, he had five one. sacks. Uh, Hargrave uh, came in at around 11. Oh, but my, one, on, thing I, man. one thing I want to say about the, the – also the interior line position is like, are they, are they ever going to show love the nose tackles? Like well, it is these... on here. This NFLPA one. That was the next thing I was getting to. Okay, 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 but gotcha. Okay. Dexter Lawrence got it. And and that's the only one I can have an argument with is is a breeder wouldn't have been out the six games that to yep. me yeah. is the best in the league. I do like yeah. that they put that because they did that they did that with the offense too. They did left tackle, left guard, center, right guard, right tackle. They didn't do tackle. No. It would always be like two left tackles, you know, a lot of right. times. So they did they did mix it up like that. But yeah, Aaron Donald, so that's one clearly Hargrave. If anybody should have a beef, it's him. Oh, if I'm Hargrave, I'm pissed. Yeah. And then Lawrence, I mean, I know he had a good season with the Giants, but Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. That to me, that's our pretend like reader. I could see Reader getting that this year if he plays all 16 games. He's just dominant, man. He's dominant at what he does. We we all noticed what he was in and when he was not in. When he was hurt, we all noticed it. Trust. Uh, you know, we all know that. Now, linebackers, it has Fred Warner and Roquan Smith. I mean, tough to argue those, but I mean, is like a is a Logan Wilson that far off from being as good as those guys? I, I never saw much of Fred Warner. Roquan Smith, I'll be honest with you guys, I always thought he was a bit overrated, but I could be terribly wrong. But, I mean, I thought he was a bit overrated. I, I, I thought that contract he got was like, what? But what the hell do I know, apparently? Uh, I mean, Warner uh, deserves it. Uh, I mean, Roquan Smith, I mean, he's good. I mean, no, I mean he's really, really, really good. Uh, I really don't. It's hard to argue that. You know? no. It's hard to argue that. Yeah. And Fred Warner, man. San Francisco's done a really good job of drafting a linebacker. Like, later round. After guys. Patrick Willis? Yeah. They, they have just crushed drafting. Uh, what what was that year? Warner was a third round, third to fifth round guy, I feel like. Then they drafted Dre Greenlaw, who was also like a fifth round guy, I'm pretty right. sure. Like, who was that guy they drafted that retired early because he, he didn't want to mess with the whole concussion thing? Uh, that was that was Patrick Willis, wasn't it? No, 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 no. Uh, Borland. It was Borland. Oh, tough. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin. I Chris believe. Borland. Yeah, yeah. Chris. No, yeah, but no, I tell you that year they had what was it? Patrick Willis, Ahmad uh, Brooks. Uh, uh, they had like four good line. That was one of the maybe the best defense ever won a Super Bowl with that that year. See, I didn't know Osa had such a good – Karen say, and uh, Osa Adigizua, Cowboys deep tackle, had a really good season. Okay. I get so hyper-focused on the Bengals during the season, so yeah. sometimes good to do this stuff because I'm like, did this person really have that good of a season? Right. You know, they might have played the Bengals once or twice, and I can't judge how their whole season went off of that. Yeah. So, like, that's why I'm like, Michael Parsons deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He dominated against the Bengals. 
Exactly. Corners, Pat Sertan, he's come in and had an early impact. And then Darius Slay, who was this close in his own words to going to the Ravens, if you guys that, didn't see that the other thank, day. Thank you. But Patrick Sertan, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with this one, man. I remember when the Bengals played him last year. That's when Chase was just dominating every corner. But we went to Denver. I just remember when well, we won that game because of Tyler Boyd, but we did, they, he just shut Chase down all game, I remember. So I am not going to debate that one. Uh, was it says Slay and Sertan? Yeah. Uh, I, I will uh, maybe Sauce. Uh, yeah, Karen just mentioned him too. Sauce yeah. maybe over Slay, but far as Sertan, I mean, that dude is good. I mean, yeah. that dude is really good. Uh, he might I, be the best corner I, in the league. Him, yeah, him and Sauce. I mean, it's crazy that you talk about a rookie and a second year player, arguably the best corners in the league already. Uh, but that could be the case. They're that good. Yeah, and even the guy that Houston got, Stingley, uh, the, you know, that they mm-hmm. took up there at third, he had a great season for a rookie too. It's just yeah. Sauce was just that dominant that, you know, he kind of yeah. got overshadowed based on that. But, did, did, yeah, I mean, there's a corner uh, that played for the Seahawks. Woolen yeah. was really good for them too. No, yeah. Dan, were, were you high on Woolen in the draft? I kind of liked him. I know that – I just remember he had great athletic skills, but not enough experience. Were you big on Woolen, out of curiosity? He was one of those process guys, right? He t- he showed it at the Senior Bowl that he could go against better competition and play well. He tested well at the Combine. So everything was pointing to him being a second, third rounder, and then he didn't go till the fifth round. But for his sake, he went to the, like the perfect team that loves big corners like that in Seattle. Well, no, also, also didn't have – Kobe Bryant didn't he play really well as a rookie too? He yeah, it went to Seattle as well. Like, yeah, didn't Kobe Bryant though not do too bad either his rookie year? He had like he led the league in forced fumbles, I think, in corners. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong though. No, he had a good season. Uh, our guy, you know, took over halfway. Cam Taylor Britt had a good season. That's what I mean. Like yeah. the court, but to me, that's another reason where I'm like I'm. I know that we're talking about the top, top guys that go in the top 10 here that are the all pros. But to me, it's like, I'm not, I'd rather wait, pick a guy at 28 and get a guy in the third round, second, third, fourth round. It seems to work out almost just as much with some of these corners, especially yep. when you got coaches that know what the type of guy they want. Guys right. like Anaruma who know Seattle was the same way. They could wait on Woolen and Kobe Bryant and get those guys, you know, in the mid rounds because they know what type of corners they want. They know how they're going to, you know, deploy them on the field. So to me, I would just love to see, you know, the Bengals wait and get another guy like third round. And then, and you might have two studs, you know, you might not have to use first round picks like we did with J Joe and, uh, and Leon Hall. We didn't have to use all those back-to-back first round picks. If we're, if we're scouting that good, that we can find the guys we really like in the second and third round that fit our system best. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you totally. Yep. And then safeties, these are Minka and Derwin James. Free safety Minka, strong safety Derwin. Like Derwin James, best safety in the league. Minka, he's all right. I mean, no, no. I'm Minka's not... pretty damn good. Like he's a stiller, but man, he he is a player. Like I'm trying to think. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that week one game, he helped will those motherfuckers to beat. Uh, you know, you're right. You got to even though we miss a lot of You're right. You're right. I, I got a question. I guess, you know, I guess people always say it, so I guess we assume it's true. Is Derwin James this damn good? Like, 
All I know is that he's on the back end of and all the defense that he finishes is finished 30th or lower. Like, if you're that dude, wouldn't you make enough of an impact to, like, well, and wasn't he hurt the whole year be before? Better defense than 30th? Like, and he was hurt. He was hurt a lot the year before, I thought. Yeah. But, and that's an issue, too. So, I mean, it's like we, we have this guy that's injured all the time. And then it's like, all I hear is Derwin James, Derwin James, Derwin James. Yeah, but the Chargers finished last year's defense. Like, I, I, I don't. I don't see where he makes like this much of splash plays to be like, ooh, he's that guy at safety. Maybe it's me, but if we talk about Derwood James supposed to be this next best safety and next generational safety, I just haven't never seen it. Like I could give you Mika. Mika go get his hands on the football. Mika's gonna get turnovers. Mika's gonna block field goals. Mika go be all over the field. I just don't see that with Derwood James. Yeah, I think Derwin James is supposed to be what Minka is, and I don't know that I've seen enough of it to crown him, you know. Yeah. I, I don't think I, that we can crown the guy between injuries and, like you said, the defense as a whole not being good enough. And they went out and got J.C. Jackson last year in free agency and paid him 80-some million, and their defense really didn't make any other step up, you know, uh, as a defense mm-hmm. as a whole. So, yeah, I, I think that's a good – I don't know who else would have been the safety, just off the top of my head. Uh, maybe the guy who couldn't get paid, the other Philly guy, because he had a shitload of interceptions. You know, that's a good argument right there. I never thought – but Derwin James, I never really got to see him play like you guys. Like, I just kept hearing best safety in the league, like you said. But I, I didn't know he was hurt. But like you said, the, their defense was horrible. I mean, th- I mean, what, what they had on defense – Khalil Mack and Bosa and Derwin James. I know J.C. Jackson got hurt. Something's, something's going on there. I mean. There got to be. The head coach is a defensive guy, right? Yeah, I, I, there you go then. I mean, that's just. Brandon Staley, he's a defensive guy. So, I'm like, I'm confused. Like, you got all these names right. on defense. And y'all finishing last, giving up 27-point leads in the playoffs. That's that's <laughs> that's a big question mark. Yeah, I agree. Um so just, guys, we think we'll, we'll go into future all-pro potential guys for the Bengals that we think could be. I mean, obviously, you start at the top. You start with quarterback. You start with Jackpot Joey. I mean, I think any year, any year it can bounce back between some of those guys. You know, the yeah. Allens, the Mahomes, the Burrows, the Jalen Hurts could get in there for a year. You know, just whoever. Like, it's a, it's a good, good bunch of talent at quarterback for the future here. And I think a lot of those guys are going to get one or two of those in those in their career. So I can see Burrow getting one. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you there. Burrow. Like I said, so many about three or four guys that's going to interchange for these all pro spots uh, year in and year out. So definitely we can see Burrow getting a few. And then running back. I don't, I don't think we have one on the roster right now that would, that we can say, Oh, this is an all pro guy. Now. You know, or deserves to be in that conversation. But you never know. Running back is weird. Sometimes oh, yeah. you might have the previous year's top five all injured. So I, I wouldn't rule out that it just who knows, you know what I mean? And I can see, like, Bijan coming in and being all pro year one, too, wherever he gets drafted. That could be the Bengals even, the Bills, wherever he goes. Yeah. I can see him being an all pro. Barkley, Barkley to me is a guy who's, who's right there, too, that yeah. could have got it because uh, – I can't even remember who we said. Oh, it was Josh Jacobs. Like, Barkley yeah. had a damn good year. But they all, 
you just brought that up. Barkley, you, can, you should have been all pro because he single-handedly took the Giants. If anybody credits Daniel Jones, you're out of your mind. Barkley led that Giants team in the playoffs. I almost wonder if it should be Barkley. And here's a rookie for the Jets, Brees Hall. Like, that's what I mean. Rookies yeah. all the time. You can see rookies. Hey, Jameer Gibbs, I'm just – you don't you go to the right system with the right opportunities, the right amount of carries, catches, everything that that team needs, and you ball out for a season. Yeah, running back to me is one of the more wide open, like all pro spots. Absolutely, I agree with that. Especially because of the injuries and stuff. Like you might have the top five guys all injured in week three, and then <laughs> you know out for the season. You just never know. It's such a turnover rate of a position. But uh, moving on, uh, receiver. Yeah, I think we definitely have Jamar Chase could be in that conversation. It was Jefferson and Adams this year. Who had great seasons and he had some injuries, but you got to stay healthy. You got to put up big numbers. Absolutely, that's the thing. If he would, if he would, but you got to remember Chase. He's got to share it with Higgins and Boyd. Also, that yeah. was what I was going to ask. So I'll send that on down to Cam. Like, do you think that could be what hurts Chase from getting on like an All Pro list because we have such a dynamic offense that we need to spread it around? No, uh, I think if he was uh, healthy for. You know the the uh, most of the year, as far as not you know missing those four games. I think if uh, he gets those four games, you're looking at possibly 1,500 yards again. Uh, so I I think it's not going to hurt him at all. He just has to make sure we play 17 games. Uh, make sure we don't have you know any injuries, and I, I think he can put up 15, 1,600 yards, double digit touchdowns, regardless of if T Higgins on the other side or not. Uh, that's been it's been shown they could be done. So I get so excited, man. You guys sometimes when I just listen to you guys talk about something again and it takes me back to the season. It takes me back to something. I get so damn excited. I'm just like I can see it, you know, I start to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun when your team is hey like truly contending. Like forget playoff bursts. Like when yeah. your team is is truly contending and they're one of the better teams in the league and you know like legit, like you're just not talking. You know you got a chance to win a Super Bowl. It's definitely fun. I, I just have a quick question for both you guys. I don't like I said. I don't want to keep going off track. Better wide receiver trio: Chase Hig- Chase Higgins and Boyd, or Chad, TJ, and Henry. Better trio. If we're talking straight talent wise, I'll say the latter. But it's I don't know, man. It's so close. Chad was such a crazy route runner. Henry had this like the speed that yeah. he just. Can't imagine anyone having, and he was six four with like the yeah. jump ball potential. TJ was your guy in the slot. That I mean, TJ had to be. TJ was better than Boyd. I mean, if we're just being honest, right? Like yeah. TJ was a better. Yeah. In, his, in their primes, like TJ was better right. than Boyd. But yeah. I would have to give Chase over Ocho a little bit. Yeah, but, but then I kind of give. Then I kind of give the third. I kind of give. Henry, Henry over Boyd. Henry could have been the best receiver. I mean, Henry had better talent at six. Or Henry over T. Higgins, but he had speed, though, Henry did. I kind of got to give it to Higgins, though, uh, production-wise. Yeah, like, production-wise. That's the thing. Like, Hoosh was more of the slot like Boyd, but he was the number two receiver on the team. Right. It was a different but, dynamic, you know, whereas Cam- Higgins. So, Cam, who do you got, bud? I know, but that's, buddy, that's, that's that's tough. Um, wow, I, I I think I'm gonna go with this one, the current one. Yeah, 
Uh, by a little, not much. Um, I, I just think, far as production wise, all three of them are at least good for eight hundred yards. Yeah, like at least, like even Boyd is good for eight hundred. And I think that's where the third option, where Henry didn't quite get you eight hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; he got the long passes, the long touchdowns. Um, but you got a couple there. You got a couple of winning too. Like these three guys, you know, have helped come in, change the culture, and win playoff games. So we gotta go with them. Yeah, and here's an easy way to just say I'll go with them as well because they've got this year again that we know they're all three gonna be here. So, so yeah, we're going with this one. Let's go with this. I asked but that is tough because I mean they're both great. Like we've been blessed to have some really good receivers throughout. Our I history. asked, uh, yeah, I asked uh, Willie Anderson that question at an event, and I'll let you guys figure out who he picks. So I'm sure he went with his guys. He asked oh, to go with his guys. He didn't even hesitate, which I understand and all that. But that's a that was a fun <laughs> debate though, man. I mean, like I say, like you said, Dale, it's just such a blessing. How many teams could say we had two sets of trio receivers that were just awesome? And then you look back at the Isaac Curtises, even Collinsworth, you know, just yeah. the different guys, Darnay Scott. Oh, my God, yeah. No, uh, but dude, it was just so awesome to watch. Pickens, all the receivers. We've had a bunch. A.J. Green, Sanu, Jones, that trio yep. was fun. Green, Sanu, and Jones was a very underrated trio. Marvin Jones was just coming along. You know, but he wanted to get paid, and I don't. I understand that. But Sanu, though, man, to play quarterback, I felt like we didn't use Sanu right. Did you guys ever feel like we? I felt like we never used him right because you, Atlanta, knew how to use him. I thought. I don't know. I still thought he had some of his best years here. Like he might have had a year with Atlanta, but that was about it. Okay, maybe I was. Yeah, his best years were still with us. Okay, yeah, but I I was a huge fan of Sanu coming out. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Green Sanu and Jones were great trio, but. There's no way you could have compared them to the other two trios. Good problems to have all around. Yeah, good, good problems problem. to have. Absolutely. So, uh, Greg, you got a sidetrack, man. I don't even know what we were talking about now. We were See, talking about again. potential Bengals to be in the be in the All Pro. And we left off at wide receiver. It was at Higgins, right? Running back, potentially yeah. chasing. Oh, chase. how the Chase and Higgins dynamic could prevent Chase from. Yeah. Yeah. So tight ends, I mean, we don't really have anybody in the room right now besides Irv Smith Jr., which all goes well. Maybe there'll be a certain Irv Smith Sr. coming on Bengals and Bruce soon for an interview. Just a little mm-hmm. little heads up to everybody. That's in, potentially in the works. So, um, Which he played six years in the NFL as well. I got to do all my deep dive scouting on Irv Smith Sr. if I have him on, you know. There you go. Yeah, gotta get that info right. No, he he started following. I, he started following me. I think he started following a bunch of Bengals fans on Twitter. Yeah, cool. yeah and his brother played in the NFL, and they they have a little show. So yeah, I think I think he might hop on with us here coming up. So that's I'll let you guys know and see if you're available as well. Just try to work and trying to work a date out. But um, but anyways, so then if we're moving on, uh. Orlando Brown, like people don't see him as yeah. that top, yeah. top, but yeah, you know what? Let maybe them. he says, screw it. You know, I'm sick of people saying I'm not one of the top guys and he just comes in and dominates. And we have such a great year as a team that he gets that, you know, cause everywhere he goes, the teams win. Yes. So that's got to mean something too. Film doesn't lie. Yeah, no, it's true. So, I mean, 
we do have a player that could potentially be an all pro on the on that line, which is I think which is huge. It's a big deal. Absolutely. Now, outside of him, I don't think anybody would get all pro. You, you know what, Dale? I'm gonna go. I think Ted, I think Alex Kappa, I think I wonder if he could be in consideration because Alex Kappa, I thought was our best lineman. I wonder if Alex Kappa could get some consideration. I thought about saying him just because he had like a really good, like his one of his best seasons last year. And if he continues that trajectory, maybe. But right. I just feel like those are hard things to crack, you know. Teddy Karras, I want Teddy Karras so badly and all that. Teddy Karras, but I, I I mean, Ted Karras, I want to say, too, and all that so badly. I, I, You know, I'm going to say Teddy Karras. But, but I, you know what, what, what hurts, like, or maybe a lineup the Bengals for making All-Pro is just the uh, reputation uh, of the Bengals offensive line in general. Yeah. I just think it's like, you know, you can have a good year, but it's like, oh, you know, it's their offensive line. They're always a little shaky, you know. I, I think reputation can hurt, you know, some linemen here and getting Pro Bowl yeah. guys or – it's everything that's hall of fame it's the whole thing that all these things knock us because oh it's the bang look at the Bengals historic it's like shut the fuck up look at us now okay right okay look at us now it's now we ain't got the glasses on and the pimples and shit they done did the you know all those movies where the girl ends up fucking looking like a dying piece at the end but really she just took glasses off put some makeup on fixed her hair but that's us now. We're at the end of the movie, motherfuckers. Look at yeah. us now. Stop judging us on that early okay. in the movie before we took the glasses off. Yeah, you know, I, I told you. Well, I'll give you an example. I, I was talking to. I told you. I talked to a buddy of mine who hates the Bengals. He said the Bengals screwed up by letting P. Ryan go. I'm like, they did not let him go. He, yeah, he, he had a choice. He that's chose to leave to go to Denver. We didn't lowball him, and my buddy's like, oh, oh, I just assumed. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Jen's gonna get that all pro nod. Poor no. Chop. <laughs> You're on an island on that one. What's up, Kevin? What's up, Kevin? Okay. But um, yeah. So then moving on through the offense to the defense. As of now, I don't know. Uh, Maybe I, I see potential in like. Well, obviously we said Reader, right? Because they do yeah. have a nose tackle spot. I think Reader's that good at it. I could see Reader at nose tackle. Um, but uh, the only other guy on defense, because I'm just going to go th- right through this. The so only other guy on defense to me, and then you guys can say if there's anybody else you think has that potential as of right now. I'm going to say Cam Taylor Britt. Yeah. Because I just felt like he stepped up and was pretty damn near shut down in the playoffs in the biggest moments as a rookie. But I think he has the potential to be an all pro lockdown corner. Yes, like, he does. He's got I'm the gonna- talent. He's got the athleticism. He's got all that. He's got that mentality of he wants to be the best so yeah i could see him and then reader reader i think is already at that level though yeah. I, I gotta go logan wilson man i still think logan wilson what we were talking about with fred warner and uh, uh the other linebacker that was in there uh the, the, who was the other linebacker that was an all pro oh uh uh warner and uh yeah fred warner Roquan. and roquan oh, no, I think I think Logan Wilson's right up there with both of them. I think Logan Wilson, you can make a great argument. Contract year too, if he doesn't get. No, I, I think Logan Wilson. It would not shock me if he became an All Pro. I mean, we thought that uh, Pratt had his best year in his contract yes. year this year. So if Wilson has his best year and he's had seasons where he had like five, imagine Logan Wilson, a linebacker, getting like seven, eight interceptions with you know 150 to 200 tackles or whatever. <laughs> like, 
just an insane number. Like, yeah, that that, crazy. Yeah, you got anybody else, Cam? Maybe under the radar. I just said, it's just pretty much set him off for me, man. Um, you know, Cam Taylor Britt is a wild card. Um, you know, obviously, but yeah, I think the guys that you guys said are can be candidates. You know, especially if they take that 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 step up. So, what about yeah, this guy? Andrew says Cody Ford. Cody Ford would be a big small <laughs> pro. Bobby Hart for the Bills. Oh, your boy Porkchop said Jonah RT. Yeah, yeah, I popped that one up a minute ago, and I told him he's on an island on that one. But but I know Parker though. The way Parker talks about him at right tackle, I don't think it would. Well, I don't know. He thinks all. he could be top ten, top fifteen, and get a decent payday on the open market with his age if he would commit to playing right tackle. But none of that's really big difference between that and all pro. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, and that's one I thought maybe I thought Cam was going to say was maybe Dax. Like maybe you just never know. Like if he can. I mean, Bates was damn close to being that some years, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But All right, so another thing I wanted to do was predict who we think the big talk right now is primetime games. So I seen Hobson, there's an article out there. I didn't read the whole article, but basically I seen like a quote or something that said, they were like, oh, yeah, we see about 12 of these. We'd love to have about 12 of these matchups, you Shit. know, in primetime of the Bengals games. Because that's who the Bengals are now. They're they're must see TV. So the primetime networks want the Bengals. Hey. But you can only get, I think, what can you? It maxes at like five. Yeah, five. Yeah. And sometimes they won't even give you five because they might want to flex you later. So we'll just try to. We can say four or we can say five. But I'll go through the schedule and then I'll just we'll start with our home games first. Mm-hmm. And you guys tell me who of these teams, and then we'll go to away games next. So, which of these makes sense, or you would like to see personally? Right. Because we did this last year, and it ended up being not the ones we thought ended up being <laughs> the primetime <laughs> games for the most part. Right. But let's see if we can get a little closer this year. Yeah. So, we got our three divisional games, obviously, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Texans, Colts, Rams, Seahawks, the Bills and the Vikings. Bills, obviously. Uh, Bills. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. Only reason I wouldn't say Bills, I can see them being flexed to like four o'clock. Only reason why I say not, I don't know if they want to revisit like a primetime game where all this stuff happened. That's the only thing. The only thing I would think about not having the Bills there. I think the Vikings, where you had the LSU boys, uh, Jefferson. And uh, Chase could be uh, a low key. Yeah. There. That'd I be think a- that that's prime time action where you'll see that might be on a Sunday night or or a Monday night. That'd be uh, a good. And night. I think one divisional game too, obviously, um, yep. will be a, a, a prime time. Probably the Ravens. Mm-hmm. The division games are what is always so hard to predict because they can just make any of those at any time and be like, "Well, it's a divisional game." Yep. And they always try to get the Browns one. They try to get the Steelers one. So it's like. For for what what we would rather we'd rather play the Ravens we'd rather play the other team we think is the next best oh. in our division on prime yeah. time, but this year it could be the honestly man we haven't predicted other teams and this and that we'll get into that soon but maybe yeah. the Browns are that are that team and I hate it I hate to even say that because I think it better has a better chance of happening in Cleveland than Cincinnati for a for a prime time game that's my personal opinion I know what yeah. happened. Last year on Halloween, obviously that didn't go the way we thought wanted it to go. But you know, no, Kim, you made an interesting point about the Bills game with the whole Hamlin situation. I, I, I 
personally don't think that would hurt the chances, but I, I get what you're saying though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, at the top of my head, that's the one I'm like, well, that has to be prime time. Man, I don't know if I could feel the same way. You guys were there. I don't know if I could feel the same way I felt this year before yeah. that game started. Yeah. Like you know, that was I, the most electric environment. And exactly. even at the start of the game, it was crazy. Anything, there's just no way to replicate that after what happened. You know what? You're right. Maybe even the home playoff game did not feel the same. No, that Bills game. I mean, we can all vouch. That was the craziest. I think we can agree, Dale. Out of all the social media friends we have, that was the most social media friends I've ever seen at any game. Well, not even that. I met you that night, Greg. That's right. I did meet you. That's when Parker came in. That's when a bunch of people we met at that game. That game was the most electrifying crowd I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but like you go in the stadium, it's just like. It felt different. Everything felt different. It's hard to even put in word. It just felt yeah. different. Mm-hmm. And no, and I tell you what, Bills fans though, I have that was the nicest fan base I've ever met. I did not meet one fan. I mean, you have a bad fan in every fan base. I did not meet one bad fan at all for the Bills. I don't know if you guys did, but I did not. Uh, no, I didn't. I mean, Glenn Goodberry's kind of a fucking pussy, but you know, still love him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, no, I, I that's my dude. Don't go. Y'all don't go around to Glenn. Tag Glenn in this. <laughs> but no, no. I, it's a joke. I, I, you know what? You guys are right. Maybe I had a term respect. Maybe that's not a good – I didn't think about that. But now that you mention it, yeah, it just – yeah, that's one of those deals. You're, you're, NFL don't give a shit, man. They want ratings, so. Yeah. Well, you, you know. know what I mean? Like, honestly, I would prefer that one not be in prime time. Like, But it wouldn't – can we agree? It we'll, we'll match up. You know, we'll see them in prime time again, like, in the playoffs. You know, but, like – Regular we, season, just let it be a regular game for but me. Almost. Can we agree it would not shock us, though, if it's prime time? No, of course not. No, 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 no. Yeah. Now, one other one, even though the team wasn't good, like the Rams, because it's still Super Bowl matchup from a couple yeah. years, and you got Taylor being the protege of McVay, and, you know, some yeah, storyline. It could be like – it seems like one that could be like a Thursday night game. I could see that. Or something weird. I can see that. Just trying to give the Rams something. It gives the Rams some talking points. Oh, here's when they won their Super Bowl a couple years ago. Oh, and here's Zach Taylor, who coached under McVay. Like, stuff like that. Here's Nick Scott, who's a safety now for the Bengals. Like, I can see I've been a Thursday nighter. And then away games. So, we we think one divisional, and then maybe the Bills, and then maybe the Vikings slash Rams. So, my guess is we'll have, like, two home ones. Look, we we can a divisional all one and a Bills one, just we, or something. If I had to pick, well, yeah, well, we can agree one of the away games will be an obvious prime time game. But go ahead. Yeah, it feels like we always get more away prime time. So oh, I'm gonna last guess year gonna we get, had three. Yeah, I'm gonna guess we're gonna get three again. So oh, it wouldn't surprise me. The divisional three, one of those, pick one. That'll be if not two. Last year, didn't they give us two? They gave us – Yeah, they got at Browns. No, it was technically at Browns and at Ravens. Steelers, but at Steelers got flexed to 4 o'clock. At Ravens also. And at Ravens. Right. So they gave us three Ravens. divisions. They initially gave us so, all three divisions. So this time, the schedule – they got to look at that. They got to look at that. That's, that's effed up to put that's us ridiculous. on the road against our that's divisional ridiculous. team. That's ridiculous. Three road divisional ones. Right. That's kind of brutal. I mean, That's horseshit. Yeah, they got to switch that up. But this away schedule is a little tougher, and I guess oh. I, I wanted to realize here after that, the Jags, because they, they made a step. You know, they're not just a pass-me-over team. That could be the a Niners, Monday nighter. The Sunday Niners, nighter. 
The Niners? The Niners are a team Ooh, that we've been thinking we're going to win. We got to go to San Francisco? Yeah, we got to go oh, to San Francisco. Ah. The Titans, who they've fallen off a little bit, but I mean. Oh, we got the Titans number. Yeah, we've we had know. their numbers. Took so Derek Henry. We don't, we don't took their heart out. Derek, the Chiefs. The Chiefs, I don't even need to say anything, right? Put it on a primetime schedule. But guys, will that be the first game of the year, Bengals? No. You don't Probably think not. That? Okay. They don't want to shoot their load. Yeah, they ain't going to shoot their load at the first game of the season. Yeah, they can't unload games. the clip on week one. Like all right, that. all right, all right. And then the Cardinals, which, mm. nah. nah probably. So, I mean, clearly, like, we'll say one of these <laughs> – if not all three divisional games will be on uh, in prime time. The Chiefs, are, the, the Chiefs are number one on my list. And the, that's that's a definite primetime game. And then the Niners. Last year and it wasn't. The that's, Niners. The, the Jaguars. The Jaguars. We've played the Jaguars on Thursday night football already. So that's another one. If not the Rams, I can see the Jaguars being like one of those Thursday night games. Hey, Cam, you are, you are right about that. They did not flex that in a primetime. I, I, I couldn't believe they didn't. Nope. So. Maybe they just continue to keep that Kansas City and Bengals at four o'clock like they have. Maybe. Yeah. Well, we're on the road this time. See, that's why they didn't do it because we were home the last two times. But you know what? We might. They might send us the Arrowhead on a Sunday night. You know what? Mm-hmm. It was. It wouldn't surprise me. That's how it goes, right? Yep. You know Always. How it goes. And then if that's the case, I think it'll be one or the other. See, I don't – we look at it and we're saying, oh, we probably could have San Fran and Kansas City on the road, primetime games. I think it'll be one or the other. So if they send us the arrowhead, I could see Kevin being right here. San Francisco would be like four o'clock. Oh, that would be right. Well, that's going to be one because it's West Coast, right? Yeah, it'd be four o'clock, you know. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. I can't stand four o'clock. I'm not a big four. I like my one o'clock. I was. I'm so used to my one o'clock games. I know that's a bad thing to say because, you know. But like, did you? Where didn't you guys like get used to your one o'clock games? All of a sudden, oh wow, we got all these primetime games now, right? Yeah, it's just different. Especially if I if I got to travel, I'm two hours away, two hours back. So no, I like the one o'clock games. So no, <laughs> at least I get home you by you like nine o'clock, o'clock at night. Or- is it easier for one o'clock or four o'clock games for you to travel? One o'clock. I can at least get home by nine o'clock at that's, night. If it's a four o'clock game, I'm still not getting home until like midnight, you know. Or that's true. Depending on how the game goes, even later, it's those are late, yeah. late nights. That's true. Those four o'clock ones are brutal. But uh yeah, so we've got that. We had Mount Rushmore on the list of topics, but we're already 50 minutes in, so I want to do something else. We'll save that for another time. All right, cool. We talked about yesterday. We went to 2020, which then I seen. Hey, we were on it, boys, by the way, because then I seen on The Athletic, Paul Daner had a thing where they looked back at the 2020 draft with our picks. It's like, hey, we already did that yesterday. Way to be behind us. I know. know? That was so creepy, Dale. That was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Just do this. It's good timing for us, you know. Those guys <laughs> kill it, but but uh I wanted since we did that yesterday, we we mentioned this doing the 2019 first 11 picks. And it's 11 for a reason because that's when the Bengals had their pick. And um you know, none of us are big on the Jonah if he's here, if he plays right tag or whatever. Get rid of him. I don't give a shit. Like I don't know. I'm just over the whole thing mostly the conversation. I, w- I would like to see us have a guy at right tackle that we know we can count on. That's all I give a shit about. Did, did you see Cam Fleming? He did visit. I know you've been wondering. Yeah, I seen that today. I, 
Who who did he visit with? Was it the Jaguars because they lost? Jags. Yeah, because they lost Jawan Taylor. And I'm well, like, damn it, he's going to sign there. But that well, could drop Darnell right down to the Bengals. Well, the thing that that's what I had yeah. taking in this mock. Well, well you got to think of it this so. way. He's thinking to himself, well, wait a minute. They got Leo Collins is coming back. They don't have a right tackle at all, the Jaguars do. And that it's probably because he's going to sign there for more playing time, obviously. Maybe. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I would just, I just wish we could trade Jonah, get the money off the books, and sign a Cam Fleming, go into the draft, and hope your guy's there. But you gotta, well, we'll see how it goes. All right, so we're gonna do this nice little, little, little eleven pick mock draft. We are starting pick one, Arizona Cardinals. In the actual draft, they took Kyler Murray. Now it's tough not I mean, to have they a really change that though. That's what I'm saying. But, I mean, what's he done? We'll just kind of look around at the positions. A.J. Brown, DK, A.J. Brown still hurts my soul. He's still, I mean, Debo. I mean, they, went Jenkins. To, I mean, they did great, but they went to the playoff. They're not yeah. Cody Ford ranked 23rd overall, boys. Yeah. Go back to quarterback. Devin White's been a beast. Oh, my God. I wanted him so badly. Pratt. Devin Bush, man. How how thankful should we be? Like Devin Oh, my Bush. God. Dale, I was so pissed off when the Steelers traded. Well, and then we got Pratt, you know. Exactly. I remember Gardner Johnson fell to the fourth round, and I was screaming for him. Now everybody wanted him this offseason. I'm like, listen, we could have had him. We literally traded up in the fourth round that year and took, um, oh, what's the dude, the quarterback that beat the Steelers? Ryan Finley. Everybody. Oh, Ryan Finley. We could have had Johnson. I thought we were trading up for Chauncey Gardner Johnson at the top of the fourth when that pick happened. Who was the quarterbacks in this draft? Uh, Stidham, Finley. Mm. Uh, Daniel Murray. Jones, man. Let Daniel Jones cook, boys. Dang. What's now, crazy Haskins, is I like Daniel Jones coming out of college. You know, I was Haskins, man. RIP to Haskins. I really thought, and and I thought he was going to be that guy. He had a great year for the Buckeyes, but. Did you want Haskins on the Bengals? Uh, when it came to that pick, no. Okay. Honestly, I was like, Jonah was a top tackle. So okay. I was like, I was like, I'm cool with getting line. We need line. Well, I was no, happy with the Jonah pick at the time. I can't, I can't go back and pretend like I wasn't happy, you know? Right. Because I was. Gardner Minshew down here, that guy would make some money. <laughs> oh yeah, heck yeah, he would. So to me, this is like, okay, do you value the talent of like Nick Bosa or Quentin Williams over having a quarterback? I just don't think they will regret that Kyler Murray pick regardless. I just don't think they regret it. No, they won't. But he's not he's not really done anything though, right? No, I know, but still. I mean, I mean he's not really it, let him look anywhere. At his numbers, it just depends. Like you gotta look at his numbers though. I, I think let me see, hold on, just a second. Well, one thing I'm thinking is don't they have pick three? And this year they could get it if they would have taken a Bosa. This year they could be getting a quarterback if they didn't have Kyler on their roster. Oh yeah, like I'm trying to piece it together with with this year, kind of like we did yesterday. Right. So am I thinking that yeah, way? Is yeah. would I take the would I take an Anthony Richardson or a Will Levis? I mean, Anthony Richardson is tantalizing as a prospect. Yeah. Like, if they could potentially have him and Nick Bosa or take Kyler here and Will Anderson. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, now, I don't see anybody in the chat with strong opinions. So, 
We'll stick with Kyler. I'm going with Kyler. That's my Kyler. I still think Kyler. Well, well, and that, and the, if you look at the overall quarterback class, it hasn't panned out, right? There's there was nothing. Right, else. He the best one by far. There's nothing else, and you always get your you're picking at number one. You got to get your quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think anything changes here. Yeah, oh, no. Both of them. I mean, that's quick. The Jets. Quinn came on last year, but I still think you take them. Uh, you you got to hit you. You got guys like Metcalf and AJ Brown. Yeah, but dude, you take Bosa, man. I mean, not even close. Elton Jenkins been good. Bush has been really good. Pratt. Um, the corners, the corner. Byron Murphy's been like what? The only decent. Julian Love moved to safety. He's been solid. This corner class, Jamel Dean ended up being one of the better ones. Honestly. Yeah, it's a bad class. Yeah, not that. This great. class sucks. Greedy, I thought, was going to be a steal for the Browns in the second round. Remember, he was supposed to be like a top ten. Burn, man. Burns. Burns. Oh, uh, no. Brian Burns. Yeah, Brian Burns is really good. And Farrell, man. Farrell going forth fucked this whole thing up in real life. Oh, I know it did. Well, that helped us get jumped. I laughed, dude. I laughed when he went Me forward. Me, too. I, I said, what they going to do? That was supposed to be a second round pick. They took him in, like, the 20th. Now, here's Jawan Taylor, you know. Oh, wow. The Chiefs just paid all that money to. Right. That's crazy. They didn't pick up his option, though. I know. And, or franchise tag, right? Dude. Yeah, I would have had to they pick couldn't. up his He option. was a second round. He didn't have a fifth-year option. Right. He was a second-round pick. Taylor was. Yeah, I'm either going Quentin Williams. Yeah, Quentin Williams. At all, damn good. I could have said Josh Allen or... Uh, Josh Allen's a possible. Brian Burns, but... What about Ed Oliver? He hasn't been as good. Yeah. He's really been like he was supposed to be dominant, and he's been more like so, you know solid, kind of like gotcha. At best, solid. I, I now if he was there, Dale at eleven for the Bengals with between him. If it came down between him and Jonah, who would you have picked at that time? Who picked that between who? Between if Ed Oliver was there at that time, would you have picked Jonah or Ed Oliver? Yeah, Oliver. I, 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 I was a big Ed Oliver fan coming out of. Just yeah, because I would have picked that too. Fan, yeah, so I've seen that, yeah, Oliver play yeah. like numerous and numerous of times. Yeah, with them playing against UC, and I knew Ed Oliver was pretty pretty. Well, well coming into that, coming into that last year, Ed Oliver was like the number one guy. He was potential number one overall. You know, so like if he would have fell to eleven, I still like I liked his talent. Quinnen just ended up dominating that year to move ahead of him on the D line. Man, the Raiders really fucked this draft up, but in real life. Well, what are the Raiders thinking, man? Like, it's like Darius Hayward Bay the one year they picked. Then Leatherwood, I, like I just said, he was supposed to be a second-round pick. I thought the Bengals could have gotten a lineman with Chase. The Raiders just have their very own separate draft. Every I say give them Burns, right? Like, yeah. they uh, they went with Farrell. Imagine if they went with Burns. That would have been a much better start already, right? Right. You good with that, Cam? I'm good with that. Giving the Ravens Brian Burns. Yeah. It can't be Farrell. Tampa Bay. Now here's man. That's confusing. I know that like their pick was they solid. They picked Devin White here, didn't they? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Their pick was solid, but the value of linebacker in general, like the would you go with a Byron Murphy? 
Uh, do you go? Do you go? Do you go? Uh, uh, Juwan Taylor. Maybe. I don't know. Christian Wilkins actually been better than Ed Oliver too. So is Rashawn Gary and Dexter Lawrence oh, and Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Shit, Simmons. We, yeah, Jeffrey Simmons. Oh my Damn, god, we didn't even see Jeffrey Simmons. So. Oh, dude, I would have. That would have been the four. third pick. Yeah, he would have went third. Oh, well, let's is- not let's not fuck up anymore. Let's give him here, right? Yeah, don't even think yeah, about it. No question about it. We're only oh, going I would have picked him for picks, the Raiders. So. That's what I'm saying. We he would have went third easily. Oh. There. Didn't uh, didn't they pick Dexter Lawrence? Uh, with their second good. pick, I think. Here's when they took uh, when they took Daniel Jones. Oh, they took Daniel Jones. They took okay. Lawrence at 17. Would you take Daniel Jones again? They extended him. I think you will. You have to. I think you. What's crazy is, yeah. But to reset, like, or unless you flip them and pick Dexter Lawrence now and Daniel Jones at seventeen, <laughs> yeah, that's the only way. Because I don't so, think nobody would have picked Daniel Jones. I would. I laughed when they took Daniel Jones here. I like Daniel. Jones. I was one of the rare people that liked him coming out of the dude, but yeah, yeah. No, Daniel Jones he's an average, I guess. I still don't think he's that good, but. Is he, mean, he got paid. Oh. They like him, so Would you they're say picking grilled, again. Is he a grilled cheese sandwich area like Andy Dalton? I mean, yeah. I more, think so. But he's got a bigger arm, and he's he can he run can, a little more, a little better. Yeah, he can run a little bit. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, you got to pick Daniel Jones. They took Josh Allen here, the Jaguars. But then in the second round, they took Jawan Taylor. Yeah, I think they still go with Allen. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say or Jawan Taylor. That could take. Like, is there any other defensive lineman we need to see? So we slipped on Simmons. Sweat. Eight tackles. Uh, okay, I just want to make sure there's not even anybody further down the list. Crosby. Crosby. Yeah, see, that's what I was afraid of. Oh my god. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god. You gotta really look down on some of these because, like, guys come out of the fourth round like Crosby and. I'm taking Crosby. Yeah, hell okay, yeah. I'll take Crosby over Allen. <laughs> God Shit. dang it, man. I mean, like, God, I mean, like, it shows you how messed up people are ranking players. You just never know, man. There's no. a guy who, you know, that works their ass off, too. Like, right. where they come from a smaller school like he did. Yeah. Draymond Jones has been really good, and he just got paid. That's another guy just he to did. keep in mind with Dex. Rashawn Gary's been, Christian Wilkins has been really good, and, like, these guys at D tackle have all been pretty damn solid, except Jerry Tillery. And then tight end, I, I still ain't taking no tight end. And there's Irv. TJ Hawkinson. They picked Hawkinson, didn't they? TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, they took him at eight here. and I, They traded him then. Murphy Bunting has been pretty good for uh Dean's been really damn good, though. Yeah. Dean, I consider here. Can we give him Dean? Well, I do it. Who, Jamil Dean? Yeah, yeah. Well, eight. Well, why not? He's. I don't Didn't they just give him somebody a... out there? We can get an alliance outside of Jamel Dean. Oh, Stanley well, Morgan's there. <laughs> there has to be AJ Brown. DK There's AJ Brown up here. There's DK Metcalf up here. Yeah, you know what? But Cam, I want to wait a minute now. Look at their history of drafting receivers: Charles Rogers, Mike Williams. Uh, who were those three receivers they drafted? Roy Williams. <laughs> it was Charles well, Rogers. We t- hey, I drafted them Jalen Carter in the mock draft the other day at D-Tackle. 
So you're yeah. telling me they can't use Christian Wilkins, Gary Lawrence, or Draymond Jones? Yeah. Like, I think they could use Lawrence. Lawrence is a monster. Yeah. All right, let's get him Lawrence. But can't going back. Then I think Calvin Johnson. I'm like, oh, never mind. So they do. Yeah, that. he made he made up for all that. Yeah. And then Buffalo. Like, if we look at the overall, why I still like linebacker. I know the positional value at linebacker is not worth those picks. Hawkinson. I, I I don't know. Do you, do you go Hawkinson? If you give him a weapon, Juan Taylor, uh, Christian Wilkins. Well, they have their tight end though. Knox. Yeah, what do you think, Cam? Christian Wilkins, like, yeah. Uh, uh, the cornerback class that year was not good, yeah. but Josh Allen's still available. You gotta be Josh Allen. You gotta be Josh Allen at this. Josh point. Allen, Jawan Taylor, or one of these D tackles. Yep. Give him Josh Allen. Yeah. Yep. Now we're at Denver, who traded this pick to the Steelers, but. So you can think of it like it's either one. Still is really one to linebacker. We could at least give him Devin White, I guess. Yeah, give him Devin White, whatever. You know? They yeah. got Devin Bush. If they at least got Devin White, they would have got somebody decent. Yeah, know, yeah, pretty much. And that leaves us on the board to pick 11. But see, then, uh, think about this. We, if you pick A.J. Brown or D.K. Metcalf, you're not getting chased. Then I go T.J. Hawkinson. Can you imagine we have Hawkinson, Chase, Higgins, and Boyd? Well, we got Higgins the very next year, too. So, like, probably wouldn't have went with Higgins. Yeah. I like Elton Jenkins, man. He can play every spot on the line. Yeah, Elton Jenkins. Uh, I don't see. like the cornerback class. Rocky, he's still out there, isn't he? Yeah, he's still a free agent. Uh, Juwan Thornhill, there you go. We kind of wanted him, but I don't think he's – Montez Sweat? Oh, dude. You got Wilkins and Gary and Jones yeah. and Oliver. And then we took Jonah, but there's Jawan Taylor. Dude, Jawan Taylor, man. I mean, I mean, like – Caleb McGarry. Yeah, but Dale, man, if you could solidify him at right tackle uh, – but well, I know he's a left tackle now. I might go Juwan Taylor right here. Josh Jacobs, baby, and the running back talk. Damn. Uh, I, didn't, I don't like Hawkinson or Fant that much to take him. TJ Hawkinson's a top 10 tight end, in my opinion. He's a good tight end. I ain't taking him at pick 11 overall. You wouldn't debate that? I think that's debatable, man. I'm not. All right. Cam done left. We're on the clock. Cam just left. Yeah, thanks a lot, Cam. And here we need it. No, I, I didn't leave, fellas. I hey, didn't leave. I'm sorry. I just had to help, take care of something. I didn't leave. Right. We need good. your help here, coach. Oh, at 11. Uh, we got the stud receivers, but then we said that could cost us Higgins and Chase yeah. down the road. Uh, AJ Brown, Metcalf. I like uh, Elton Jenkins as a, just a player in general. Lindstrom was the best guard, and he just got paid. Yeah, no, I mean, would... we needed line at the time, but man, that's so scary. I'm taking it out of it. That's what I, I wanted at the time. I, I'm not against that at all. Yeah, but his career was getting out of the way. Like, but yeah, I mean, he gets that Oliver, man. You got we something against that Oliver. We have Juwan Taylor as our right tackle. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you know what? <sighs> that, and that's fair. I like Christian Wilkins, too. Where's he? What team is he on again? The Dolphins. 
Okay. Gary's on the uh, the Packers. Joe, okay. Draymond oh, just – Jones, I don't remember who he signed with. He was on the Broncos, but I don't remember who he signed with. Right. Seahawks, I think, signed a big deal. Right. So are we going with Jawan Taylor? Yeah, let's do that, Dale. And our line problems are already fixed, right? That's what I'm saying, man. The thing is, man, he I think he was in the conversation for our draft pick originally. Like he I really, understand. really was. And he fell to the second round, though. Dale, you're costing us clock time here, but we gotta pick somebody. I know. Juwan I took Taylor. It. All right, there you go. We took Juwan Taylor. So already we fixed it. We done fixed it. We won two Super Bowls. We're the two time defending Super Bowl champions. Okay. All right. Does it work that way? I'm perfect with that. I'm fine with that. Boom. But yeah, like, well, no, Dale, who did you have hired? AJ Brown or DK Metcalf? Who would you have picked? I had AJ Brown, my number one receiver. And I had Metcalf, I think, second. So, okay. But they yeah, were teammates. They were teammates at Ole right, Miss, too. Right. So I just like AJ Brown better. Who did you like more, Cam? Because both were very similar. Who did you like better? I, I, I liked A.J. Brown better. Um, I, I didn't like uh, B.K. Metcalf that much. I wasn't that high on him, actually, so he pulled me off. Gotcha. Yeah, no, T.J. Hawkinson, no offense. I just remember those two coming out. Hawkinson, I, I, why would the, the Lions trade them to a division rival in the Vikings? I don't know what they were thinking right there. Right? I have no idea there. Yeah. Derek's cracking me up. Uh-oh. He just, in our uh, Bengals and Brews message, he said, do you guys want to have Irv Smith Sr. on? He followed me the other day. <laughs> like, man, do you even look at the messages we send back and forth, Derek? Shit. But, uh, up to date, right? I'm just kidding. That guy, I'm telling you, he don't pay no attention to anything. Working the night shift, he don't pay attention to anything. different <laughs> so, We could go on this show and talk about Lord knows. We could talk about Kid Rock shooting fucking beer cans. I've seen that on the internet today. That was something. (laughs) Like, why are you going to buy the beer just to shoot it? I don't. Yeah. But whatever. Well, fellas, we'll uh, we'll see about Friday. Mm -hmm. Check on your schedules. And then nothing else. We'll have to try to get us one of these in again next Monday. Absolutely. Maybe we'll have some news by then. Hopefully. Please, please have some news. Hopefully, buddy. Appreciate you guys. Hey, take care, Uh, buddy. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Take care. Who day? Who day? Who day, baby? Let's go! It's time! Cincinnati, we gon' rise in the In the jungle, we Now who got a move I can't